calor No sé qué yo haré sin ti, mi amor Tú eres mi otra Hola, ¿cómo estás? It's Marvin, Wednesday Comics, to my right, AP18 himself, like always. How you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm good. I'm good. So, hey, you did, hey, Jeez, you 10 seconds, said, Tom. Hey, I'm here. Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, uh, G'd up himself. Garrett, how you doing? I'm going to pause for drama. Oh, jeez. I'm doing good. Come on! All these technical, all these, all these technical issues we've had. I thought I literally dropped you guys on the call. I had to play along, else it wouldn't be equal. Damn, got me! You really got me. I like my like my head. My eyes just started going all over the place. Being like, are they on? Are they on? Yeah. Uh, Every time we start the show, you we wait about ten seconds, and I want to talk. Are we starting? Did I miss it? Well, I started, I I started I making it uh, uh, almost like a surprise because we used to do that when we used to be in the room together. I just would start, and then that's where I would cut it off. No, you'd give us the 5-4, and then you'd be like, "No, these next three seconds could be another 30 seconds, or they could in be person, right away. In person. Cause that's like, what I'm you, saying. No, if you watch some of those videos, you can tell because I used to do jokes being like, hey, what's that over there? And you guys would look over there and be like, welcome to Wednesday Comics. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so right I, I mean, to be fair, we've been doing this for quite a long yeah, time yeah. now. So I was trying to bring that back, but uh, virtually uh, it's kind of hard to tell when some of these start talking. We're not looking at each other. Wednesday <laughs> uh, Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. Uh, we're here today to give you a rundown of the fifth issue of Animal Man by Jeff Lemire and uh, also by Travel Foreman. Uh, before we get there, though, big week. Uh, this is, I would say, more so than um, the last. What was the last DC movie, Garrett? Shazam. Ooh, Shazam, Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Shazam Fury of the Gods. We can say that was the last of the of the old DC, and we know that Mr. James Gunn himself is using this film, The Flash, coming up here this week, starring uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Um, I'm just going to say that. Why am I going to say the real star? Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, and we know that this basically he's going to use this as a launching pad to whatever they, and you said yourself, Garrett, or maybe it was Corey, um, stated that the ending, like it's premiering everywhere at the same time because whatever happens to the end ties into how they're changing things. Right. Um, so avoid spoilers, but it's happening. And so, and so like I wanted to talk in depth about how this one really is. Like the uh, last chance, I feel like for DC. Like if James Gunn fucks this up and this gets all fucked up, this thing is never going to come back. Like nobody's ever going to be trusted anymore to to get it to a level where they can start making these films as they promise. Here he is. Holy smokes! Is it before nine that I'm getting a phone call from? We, one hey, we got a double feature tonight. Well, yeah, we're doing a Bruh. double feature tonight, and and Corey, we're talking about the Flash coming out this week. Stating that it's James Gunn's uh, first, I would say, not fully in charge, but he definitely is using this as the uh, the catalyst for his upcoming movies and, and telling these guys that I feel like this is very important, not even in terms of if the movie's going to be good or not, or if you enjoy it or not, but in terms of the future of uh, them making movies out of these characters. Because you can only trick the public so many times, I feel like. Right. Um, and so... I brought you on here for your expertise in uh, film, uh, and we are going to talk about uh, a little bit about The Flash as an expanded kind of feature this week, 
And I wanted to, I wanted to give you a little history on DC. So prior to September 2021, uh, Todd was telling me he was getting some research together. Todd, Todd is our new assistant, uh, Corey. And Todd was getting this stuff together, but uh, he only has documents that go up to September of 2021. So all this is uh, pre that. Um, I asked Todd to go, hey, go figure out what the five highly rated uh, top five of DC comic uh, movies, like highly rated in terms of uh, critic and uh, what people thought of it. And he gave me the top five here in terms of uh, a score. Um, and I wanted to get through those because I, and I'm going to ask you at every stage here. Do you think the Flash gets on this list? And you guys have to say yes or no. So this is just okay. how great the movie is. Top five in this okay. list. Todd put together. Todd, yeah, you're not in here when I record. Get out of here. Um, number one, Dark Knight. I mean, yeah, that's that's a tough one to, to beat. It's I mean, not going to change the landscape. Yeah. It's not Flash is not going to be better than Dark Knight. Hell no. No. Unless Christian Bale shows up in that fucking movie, it's not it's not gonna be better than the Dark Knight. I would think if Heath Ledger showed up, then it'd be the best movie ever made. Oh, no. ow. I'm How you, dare you're, you. you're you're giving Christian Bale too much power. Dark what? Knight, the movie that movie sticks out is the Joker himself. I was gonna say I think you're misinterpreting what Alex is saying. He's saying that Heath Ledger's what made that movie, not Christian Bale. That's fair. That's let me, fair, can I, let me finish the top. Still one of the best DC we can talk about movies. the rest of them, but I'm saying, do you feel I'm, like I'm 100 agreeing? That is the best DC movie that has been put out in right. the last 12 and years. And we're not going to judge whether or not uh, the Flash is going to be number one. I just mean, is it going to be in this top five? I'm going to give you the five. You're going to see what movies belong in here and see if any of them are going to be knocked out of this top five. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman 2017, first one. Oh, easy. Yep. Uh, Batman Begins 2005. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, the Lego Batman <laughs> movie 2017. Uh, uh, what, it's going to be like a Super Smash Bros. <laughs> and uh, Shazam. Those are the f- top five highest critically acclaimed. What about DC Snyder movies? Cut Justice League? <laughs> God, that's terrible. Well, that's a series. That's hard to call it a feature. I guess they do release it as a feature. But... I I would say if Shazam is on the top five best movies, then The Flash has potential to meet that. Right. It's, in, okay. In terms of... I feel like Shazam is not. I call bullshit on this. Is Todd including things that came out before the year 2000? Yeah, yeah, yes. Everything from the start of time. From There's no fucking way Shazam and Wonder Woman are as good as this. He Flags, aggregated Superman the scores the and got the general Superman feel too. for it out there. And Todd is telling me, Todd is telling me no Batman movie of Keaton's uh, was in there. Kilmer. Kilmer. No Kilmer. No Clooney. Definitely not Kilmer. <laughs> he says no. Not the origin of the Batnip. Nope. That's no, not there. No, uh, Dick Donner, Superman, like fucking shame. This fucking is, shame. I don't know where he got this from. He said he, you just searched the internet, right? You, and then aggregated the scores and found those. I mean, movies. maybe Todd can't look at that because Savage. it's before the internet. You know, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he clearly fucking doesn't because you can't have a top five DC. Okay, and let, not include let's say this Chris then. Superman. Let's okay. Here's the next one: the top five grossing movies about superheroes. We'll see. Do you think the Flash it, will beat this? Wait, list? wait. Is it is it uh, whatever for inflation? Adjusted. Adjusted. I believe so. 
I mean, they, these movies that are on this list came out so close Todd's to each other. Todd's on my shit list right now. So. <laughs> I said, when was the Brothers Back movie? 2008? Dark Knight? Yeah, Dark Knight 2008. Okay. That's as far back as Todd can go. Listen, I, I, I don't... 2005. He, he's a new assistant. I'm giving him leeway. I don't know. Yeah, Batman Begins is 2005. Okay, so before, before we get into this, talk about box office, and I show you these lists and see whether or not it's going to fit in here. Let me give you a little highlights here. This story is, is from ScreenRant.com. came out three days ago of, the, of this taping, so the 10th of June. Uh, they said that the budget for The Flash was about $220 million. Uh, For some kind of, uh, to give you an idea of what that means, uh, Man of Steel cost two twenty five. Justice League, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, excuse me, cost two fifty. And then Justice League costs three hundred, so it's cheaper than those three movies, right? <laughs> um, and it needs to make about because if you take into account the ads and everything they had to do to promote this movie and stuff like that, uh, it has to make about four hundred to four hundred fifty million dollars to break even. Wow. And they're pretty- I got I got two things on that. Yeah. One, it's because they didn't fucking hire a run training coach. Um, so they got to cut that out of the budget. Cause, uh, <laughs> fucking run. And, and your hands uh, are supposed to go up to down, not left to yeah, right. Yeah, they're not supposed to shake the side to side. This oh, isn't the oh. Wednesday dance. Um, uh, but I do think they, they're going to hit the goal because every like almost everybody's first theatrical Batman is fucking Michael Keaton. Right. And they've done so much to promote. Oh, yeah. I said almost everybody. But, like, yeah, it's just going to be so iconic. It's been, when was the last Michael Keaton movie? 91, 92 for Returns? 92 is Returns, I think. Yeah. So it's like, it's been over 30 years since you've seen Michael Keaton as Batman. That's going to, that's like a Star Wars Force Awakens type energy that's going to be brought to this movie by default. Okay. Well, I, if that is the case, so it needs to make that amount. They are predicting right now that it is tracking to make $600 million total throughout its whole run. $600 million. Okay? So let's keep that number in mind, $600 million for the total. So I asked Todd, I'd say, hey, Todd, give me some figures here. Um, what were the top five grossest movies that were about superheroes? And he gave me Avengers Endgame was number one. He made two point seven. Nine eight billion dollars. Uh, Infinity War made is number two. Made two point zero four eight. Crazy uh, better movie. The first Avengers movie uh, made one point five one eight billion. Age of Ultron one point four, and then Black Panther one point three. So, <clears throat> is it going to meet? Is it? Are they going to blow past expectations at six hundred million, and land at least at a one point three? No. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't, think so. I don't think so. But I think I would compare it to like I don't know. It's going to do better than anything, almost anything in Phase Four of Marvel. Um, I don't know. It's like the excitement level. Like it's starting James Gunn's universe. Michael Keaton's coming back. Zod's coming back. Um, Yes, Ezra Miller, but I mean, God, I just don't see a future with him as Flash. Um, my, my thing is that I, you literally saying some of these characters does nothing to get me excited. And I get, I'm a stick in the mud for this kind of stuff. Michael DC, Keaton Batman doesn't get you excited? Seeing that no, fucking no. Batmobile riding, gonna, this, like driving through the streets of Gotham City doesn't get you excited. No, because one, am I, oh, actually gonna see, am I actually going to see Keaton driving the car? 
No. Hell he's yes. He's going to show up for two minutes no. and then be gone. No, he no, seems like he's, he's going to be in, in a lot of scenes. No. Yeah, all in one part. No, this movie has done nothing to prove to me that I need to be excited for it outside of having some characters I like. But all we're doing is we're, we're restarting this universe for the third time. I have nothing to hold me into the universe. I'm out. I'm out on DC. Low Until expectations. Set yourself up for success. I'm already giving this movie a three, and I don't have Alex. To I can't even look at you right now. Well, that's <laughs> you set no goals. You, open your eyes. you can never be disappointed. Okay. So, so you don't think it'll make uh, 1.3, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to make a billion. Okay, so if it's it's, it's so Alex, then your answer to the next question is going to be no. Uh, but for the Walls twins, to give you some kind of knowledge. Do you think it'll reach this list here? Aquaman is the number one DC movie at 1.148. I think Fuck it'll no. easily pass Aquaman. That movie it'll is easily. So 1.148. I, I don't agree with Corey on that, but I think it will be more entertaining than Aquaman. And the Dark Knight Rises made 1.08. Dark Knight made 1.005. Batman vs. Superman and Dawn of Justice was... Um... What? Shit, where is it at? Oh my god! No, excuse it dropped me. off the list. It was so Todd. small. Todd, you I'm gonna um, oh, uh, no, like, Todd give Deathstroke uh, a list of one person. Todd mixed and around. Guess what? Uh, he just happens uh, to also have Keaton in his name. Todd Crazy. mixed. Todd mixed around four and five. And so oh, you're sending that for me now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't give him the list. I didn't tell. I didn't tell you who's on the list, but it could be you. <laughs> I, so Todd mixed up five and, and number four and five, and so number five is Joker. <laughs> At one point oh seven four, and then the number five is Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice at eight hundred seventy three million. I could see it beating uh, Dawn of Justice eight seventy three. You think it, it'll at least get above that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be Dawn of Justice. For you sure. think it breaks that billion? No. It's I think possible. it does. The, I think just the fact there's a chance because you got Keaton and it's summer, summer blockbuster. Summer. With Michael Keaton. Well, like in the second weekend of Spider-Verse, Transformers beat out Spider-Verse. So I'm just like, there's so much content this summer. I mean, I could see it. I could see it happen. I, I also feel like everybody who wanted to see that Spider-Man movie saw it that week. Um, and uh, you know, Alex aside, but I feel like that one doesn't have as many people who go to the other Marvel movies just because it's animated. And people, and certain people just don't like watching animation. Um, Alex, you haven't seen it yet? He's seen no. it soon. He's gonna go this weekend, maybe. Okay. I say I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go this weekend at some point in time, whether hey, I take possibly. my kid with me or not. Uh, and um, then, um, uh, because it is like, as you stated, Keaton will be in it. I think that brings some jaded fans back just to see that. As as Garrett pointed out, like it, you at least got to see. Even if you think it's a train wreck, you just got to go there to see that and see what they do with him. Um, and the fucking Batwing's gonna be back, and I, I God, think, I and hope they I think they, even, in that back game. even if it became more mixed than initially thought it was gonna be, I think the good press got out there enough that people are gonna go see it and hear because they heard good things about it from, uh, you know, I made fun of it, but Tom Cruise and Stephen King saying it was good, and um, somebody will be like, oh, Stephen King, like that's the only person they follow on Twitter, and they'll go see it now because he said it was good. So I think it does have some kind of trajectory right now where it could land itself past a billion now Corey was saying it's going to be more than aquaman and you know what Corey? i'm you know i'm going to go with you on that i think this is a surprise hit 
mm-hmm. mostly because this is the best critically um, praised movie out of the Justice League kind of characters mm-hmm. so far. And a lot of people are saying basically it's just like a fun movie. And I feel like that's all people needed to be like, I want to go see Michael Keaton in this fun movie. Right. And the thing is, everybody is expecting it to fail. So if it's just a decent, good movie, then it's not hard to please people. I don't because they're expecting yeah. it to be shit. And I think uh, worldwide, these characters have more recognition power than the Marvel people, Batman especially. So I feel like that kind of sets it to go above that too. Well, yeah, and blue and gray bat flick like Batman. Like I, I'm like I like Ben Affleck as Batman. So like I'm excited to see. I know he's probably not in it. He's probably in it way less than Michael Keaton. And I've heard rumors about mm-hmm. a Justice League character showing up. Probably not Henry Cavill, but I did um, hear one rumor about a character possibly showing up in that movie. And I don't. I haven't. I haven't read. I saw the rumor that somebody heard it, but it's before the movie was ever shown. Uh, talking about spider-man noir yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know that too yes hell yeah all right there's a rumor yeah there's a rumor that he's in the movie as uh superman that never happened um which ironically it kind of like touches on something that spider-verse did so great was that showing those extra dimensions and having easter eggs like that and for dc to have it like right away uh, and Nick Cage is living his best fucking life. I tell you that, if that's true, because not only was he yeah. he's Superman in that Teen Titans, uh, um, Teen Titans movie, and then he actually gets to his his version of him that he got to play or did so much work on until they were like, "Now nah, we're not doing this anymore." To actually get to show that off, I think that is completes the circle of Nicholas Cage. You know, he was. On top, and then he was, you know, shitty movies for a long time, and now he's been on the rise ever since. And I think that cherry on top is him as Superman again. That'd be cool. He he's gonna announce that Dead by Daylight Daylight game. He's gonna be in there slicing <laughs> and dicing. I gotta say, I'm. I mean, I think this is one of the best comic book storylines of all time. And so I know it's not gonna be a hundred percent like that, but I'm like, if you're looking for a way to kind of reset your universe like after this movie is over this is the way because you can set the timeline how you need to to set up your franchise and god i hope we leave that movie with a new flash i mean i'm just told but i feel like like, i feel like his recovery has been fine that this movie does well they'll keep him and then get and then they'll hire in that running specialist right to teach him not to tread water while he runs just get, yeah, uh, just get, uh, what's his face? Uh, who plays uh, Dawson's dad? Oh, John Wesley Shipp. Yeah, have him show up and just be like, "Hey, dude, just go up and down with your arms, not left to right, and you'll do go much faster." Like it'd be a <laughs> funny joke. Want... It'd be a funny joke too. Just like go up and down, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, I want, I want faster? Keanu Reeves to show up and be like, do you ever think about like throwing your hands up like north to south instead of east to west?" <laughs> I want to see Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan show up as the Thomas Wayne Batman. Oh, God, that'd be yeah. fucking sick. Um, to be fair, I guess I should be giving this movie at least some credit for the fact that, like you said, it is the Flashpoint movie, and Flashpoint was the big event that got me into sticking with DC before we got to New 52. And if all I'm talking about is New 52 good stuff, then uh, maybe I shouldn't shit on this movie until I've actually seen it. No, I probably yeah, will not man. see this again. 
I mean, even if me, us, us three go to it and tell him it's amazing, he still, Alex is still going to see it in three weeks. So, yeah. Well, this movie, I won't be saying that I might be going with my kiddo. This movie yeah. would really just be myself and maybe my wife going if we can go. What about your now, cousin, Steve? That's true. That's true. I could see if Steve wants to go with me. Here's the real stickler, though, that I think that if they pull this off, and reverse flash is actually in this fucking movie. I'll be blown away and seal of approval. What if it is um what's his face from uh yeah, the, flash. the TV show Flash is yeah, actually yeah. reverse. That was Ed yeah. on that show. That way what? In the TV show Flash, that reverse flash. I would be cool with it. I think uh he's a great actor. What's what's his name? Uh, I can't think of it right now. I can't think uh, of it. Yeah, I don't know who you're about. The guy who played Ed. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. I really want to see. Here's the thing about, and I was thinking about this when you guys were talking about that last piece, that, and I don't know if it just would be he isn't allowed to be as expressive on Twitter when he worked for Marvel, but when he worked for Marvel, I saw him just talking about Guardians, and it was his version of Guardians, and that's kind of what he promoted, and really it was like, it wasn't really much. There was some other stuff, but it was like. It wasn't as much as I see now with DC. Maybe just now he's like the head of that. You say he's the boss. He does what the fuck he wants. <laughs> but he constantly is just talking about comics on his Twitter now, DC Comics, and saying like when people are asking him questions like, what's your favorite Superman villains? And he's pulling out deep cuts out there, um, like a, a Banshee and stuff like that. He's like pulling deep cuts. I feel like there's no way he could have got that familiar with DC uh, since he got that job, and so I feel like maybe he is more into doing these kind of C, B level characters, and so I hope to see in this Flash movie. And this is the thing I I don't think we would ever would have seen for, with the last uh, administration, we'll say. <laughs> but they were so much like just put the Justice League out there. They were scared of all the weird shit, and I think James Gunn isn't scared of that stuff. So we might see more of those, you know, uh, characters in this Flashpoint movie, which might make it fun. But seeing all that stuff, like who is who's that? bug guy that's in the UK that had his own spinoff in Flashpoint. You know what I'm talking about? Um, bug guy. He, he, like, is a bug? What the fuck's his name? Anyways, I could see him showing up. I could see uh, like random CB characters. Like, just because we haven't heard anything about Booster Gold or or uh, uh, Blue Beetle doesn't mean, like, what if they show up in this movie? And that's how he introduces them. I mean, we know that other Blue Beetle, but I mean, like, even if, they're, even if they're just cameos, would be cool, right? And I think James Gunn kind of has the pull, and like, and especially like the people he's going to cast for this. He's going to ha- he's going to cast the uh, Sean Gunn. He's going to cast the Michael Rooker. Like, we could see them in this movie, and it wouldn't have leaked because they're just working actors. Like, who gives a shit? Of course, he's going to. They're going to be there, and, but maybe they're actually uh, bigger characters. So that makes yeah, that's dude. what gets me excited for that. Like James Gunn. Being in charge of this and this happening, uh, who knows? Because, like I said, this movie, how many times does this movie fucking get a new director, new writers? Like, it's been through hell and back, and here it is coming to the big screen finally. Who knows what nuggets came from the beginning are still here? I know which one, the star. But uh, and but how many things have changed since then that they couldn't just, when James Gunn popped on board, said, you know what, add this shit to Hey, is James Gunn the director of the movie then? He's not, but he no. He has has, the I believe when they were filming is when he got announced as like the DC new DC head, and so okay. I bet he had some say in at least the edit or maybe some small reshoots they would have done. So okay. 
I don't know. Like I said, I think it's the, this is definitely the one that he became the head of DC while this one was being made. And I know Blue Beetle, he has more to do with that movie than the other ones. Uh, Cause he kind of said in that video that came out that the Blue Beetle would be like the first movie in his universe. So this one obviously is a switch. And so it makes me excited. Like he definitely has to have involvement because you can't make the switch without talking to him about what he wants to switch. So right, yeah, I think it's all very exciting. I mean, yeah, DC has had an askew path, but uh, yeah, I think whatever we see at this end credit will be a big tease of uh, yeah, what we're all going to see. So I don't know. What if it's what if they show the new Superman? You know, it's like it could be anything. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Henry, it could be anything. Henry Cavill like, gets brought back in. Who? It's not going to be Henry. There's, Cavill. there's. I know. Like he hired Dave Batista as Drax. Like anybody could show up and be Superman. It doesn't have to be somebody yeah. either. Like you know who was on the set? Tom Cruise. Like that shit. How do you not? How do you not get Dave Batista as Bane? That's all I want. Oh know. my god. Oh my! If they do a Secret Six, hell yeah. Yeah, that's what they should do. Batista's Bane. So Corey and me are going to say above one point three billion. Garrett is saying more than about a round one, and Alex is saying it would at least be above a twenty-six. It's going to beat that Batman vs Superman movie. The shit show that they started. Yep, I agree. And we That's don't it. agree. Uh, it, no, we agree it might hit the top five critically acclaimed ones. Shazam and what else? Uh, Wonder Woman was on there. You don't like the first Wonder Woman. No, I like the first one. Roman, is it the best? Is it is it top five quality? I mean, up until the third act, maybe. But oh, I was uh, say if you, if you forget the after No Man's Land, then yes, that movie is perfection. Once you get past No Man's Land and you find fight areas, it's a shit show. Yeah. So and then Shazam is also great, but uh, again, top five—that's that's a big billing for DC. So I I call bullshit that. I think you'll none of f- Michael Keaton or Christopher Reeve movies are on that list. But I also think you have to factor in Christopher Reeve's aside, Reeve aside um, that those movies, I believe, especially the second one, like even though they, we have a lot of nostalgic for those movies, but I don't feel like they're critically acclaimed at the time. Maybe looking back, they are better. But I, once again, I don't know how Todd came up with this information. So that's what he said. Top five. He did state to me, this is a matter of opinion, so these might not be 100% factual. Todd, you're not a real person. You can't have an opinion. It sounds like Todd's biased over there. Jeez. Yeah. Corey? Corey? What? <laughs> oh, there he is. Corey, <laughs> uh, um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with if that's the Flash? Uh, Nope. Just um, um what time are you guys see? seeing on Thursday? Uh, seven twenty. Seven twenty, and you're going over there, or he's going down there. I'm going. He's over coming there. to me. Seven twenty. Came to me for across the Spider Verse. You know, there's the three o'clock showing. I feel like my, I might get out of work early and go check it out. Ooh. And at least then there'll be two hour buffer. I can at least tell you. No, I can't tell you anything. I'll just wait. Yeah, you can't. And then, All you can say is it was good, or Alex was right, and it was shit. <laughs> I don't. Mm. I think that is gonna sway them. So I'm gonna wait till we're all done. You guys, I'm gonna put in my 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 little message pending, a thumbs up or thumbs down, and then when you guys get done, you put a thumbs in there, which way you feel, <laughs> and then I'll hit mine too, and we'll see. 
I mean, I don't know how Garrett's going to feel where they bring Henry Cavill in for like a one-minute cameo and then he immediately dies. I don't think that's going to happen. But I do. Like Zod, like Zod rips him in two, and then that's when we see Supergirl. Oh, in some of the spoiler-free reviews, I have seen that like she is does a really great job. So I'm excited to see how they how Sasha Call does as Supergirl. Yeah, and I'm she, I'm excited to see be, what is she supposed to be, Kara? Yes. Okay. Especially because she was supposed to be in that background movie, I believe. And since that movie never happened, now this is her introduction rather than that Batgirl. That'd be, be awesome if they actually brought the girl who played Batgirl into this movie. Brought it back. So, well, uh, just I heard a rumor that uh, Max might be uh, eventually releasing that movie now. So there might be another shot. Oh, God. I hope. Well, you, if this movie does more than 1.4, like we say stated, uh, it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Corey. Are you guys call me back later. <laughs> Why you want to be part of the second show? Uh, I'm just curious if I need to expect that. Do Do you want to talk about um, other stuff? Uh, extra, extra uh, terrestrials. Are you talking about all those aliens that people keep thinking they're seeing? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't spoil the episode. Do you want to talk about it or not? We'll call you back if you want. Otherwise, fuck off, you um, muggle. <laughs> Okay, well, this is uh, this is actually guest host one. Uh, Garrett knows the secret codes to Area Fifty One. Government track him down. Um, this is hashtag guest host one signing off. Stay classy, San Francisco. You didn't answer the question. What? Do you want us to call you back or not? No, I think this will be the one. And done. <laughs> there you go. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Animal Man number one. To number one. Number five. five. Number five by Jeff Lemire and Travel Foreman. What makes that slip up a little more uh, insulting, I'll say, or uh, embarrassing is that at the beginning of the show, I did say five. And I have forgotten since then. So, uh, number like five. On our, on our Flashpoint conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number one. Uh, <laughs> Animal Man number five is the last issue of like this initial arc story, but number six is the last one in the trade. It is like a flashback issue, uh, I believe, right, Alex? Yes. Okay. And uh, to when he was a stunt double. Um, so really, it, so we're going to talk about this issue as if it concludes the arc, but I just want to make clear there's one more issue of the trade we're going to talk about. Um, I thought in in Memory aside, because my memory sees this movie as like an absolute, uh, or excuse me, this sees movie? this comic as an absolute gem. Uh, looking back and reading it over again, like I can't, maybe it's nostalgia or whatever, but I can't see a flaw. It's uh, This first arc is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it literally picks up uh, right from where the last one uh, you know, ended, and it's just a ride all the way to the end. I can't believe that... Uh, they would end this uh, with issue five or like end this first arc, uh, especially going into a flashback issue. Cause I'm like, it seems like they just got started, you know? Um, but no, I thought, I thought it did stick the landing. Uh, this first arc did. Um, yeah. I mean it, that creature gets more terrifying, more fucked up. And the fact that it was like tasting the mom, 
mm-hmm. was it all made me nauseous. So I was like, oh, that's gross. When those tentacles go up her nose, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Cliff's like, comes, tries to shoot it in the head, but then doesn't really realize that uh, this thing, that's not its real head. That was the head of its former host. So uh, that guy's guts went all over the place. I, I, I said it before and I said it again. I really don't want to just re- keep re- reiterating this point, but I'll uh, put it out there once and we can uh, let it lie then. But Trout, there's no better person for this book than Charles Foreman. Like when you see that art, like it, it makes absolute sense that this is his book and I can't see if they would have had anybody else in this book at all. Like it doesn't, I don't think it works with somebody else's art. Um, it's that great. He does a good job of like showing things like very clean and concise and then also just crazy and hectic. Like right. I'm thinking of like the animal stampede scene, like just insanely complex. And, but in other moments it's like, the art is so easy to look at. Yeah, when he gets grotesque, it is overly grotesque. Right. Uh, I, I do have one complaint, and it might be a silly complaint for this issue. Uh, when Cliff shoots that thing in the face, he doesn't take into consideration the spread of the shotgun. He could have shot it down in the fucking face. <laughs> the kid, the fucking kid. He's, he's like falling over as he's shooting the shotgun. I don't think, man. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's doing it wrong too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even mad at him for holding it wrong. Listen, when <laughs> I was, when I was, Alex, when I was, yeah, his do I, age, do I shoot the shotgun on the side? Like, do I tilt it over? When Hat was his age, and even though I was playing uh, with shotguns virtually, and like Goldeneye and, and and games like that, like I didn't know that it had a spread because. Like those games couldn't accurately show it, and so I just thought too, and they were just like, "Oh, it shoots a big shot." So I don't know if that kid would be necessarily gun savvy like that to know. He, that. he was just trying to protect his mommy. He was just what? He was trying to protect his mother. Okay. I, you cut out for a size. Let me make sure. I, I, oh, if I sorry. gave you shit, that I understood what you said. He said and mommy I, the first I, time. I give him credit. He was trying to save mom. I'm just pointing out. From where its yeah. face was at and where her face was at, mom took some pellets to the face. Uh, well, I, better than getting eaten by a giant slug. That's true. And uh, getting your ass eaten first. So Maxine uh, <laughs> thinks she's helping by sending all the animals to the rot, but then the rot infects those animals, and so they become bad at the end. Uh, and uh, all right, you know, RIP to all those animals. They're going to rot from the inside out and spread it throughout the country. They they get the dog first, uh, their gra- their grandma's dog, uh, and the cat's like, we can't turn back now. And I know he's saying we can't turn back because those guys are coming, but I like to think that the cat said fuck you to the dog one last time. We can't that's turn around. It's <laughs> a dog. Fuck it. <laughs> we can't turn around. So its eyes like it goes from being scared to like dead, soulless eyes, uh, almost like a shark. And uh, I think that's how you make any animal look uh, threatening like that. You make it uh, pitch black eyes. Like, would um, could Animal Man still take powers from the animals? I think... Or since now they belong to the rot, yeah. he couldn't. And also, I feel like so now they're going to start infecting the red because they're in those uh, animals and they're spreading. Because if they kill all the animals, then they kill all the red. And so I think. <clears throat> Uh, animal man with those ones that are infected they're no longer really the animals anymore they're more like the parasite that lives in it Um, so I don't think he would get powers from them that dog what kind of dog was that 
I don't remember. Almost looked like could a, be a lab. Could be a lab almost. I imagine her living on a farm, probably a Labrador. I will say that last panel, like with the cat putting his paw on Buddy, I was like, that's a cute cat. He, yeah, remember, though, he just looks like a cat. This guy is a fucking piece of the red. What was he? One of the... Uh, a totem. Totem. He's a totem. I know, but even he feels betrayed by the rot. By the red. But, but there's a difference. It's like These guys are... They're not rot prime. They would be like rot who got one on their own to help their quote-unquote master. Because even the rot... I mean, the red and the green all talk about, well, we're all in this balance together. We just need to make sure that none of us gets overzealous. And it sounds like the Hunters 3 were like, yeah, we're just going to be dickbags and go fuck shit up. But now we got to find that Swamp Thing, by the way, at the end of this issue. It says Swamp Thing's the only thing that can help you. All the things that can help them. They, went, they took off in the RV. So not only are we going to get an RV trip, which is one of my favorite uh, concepts of stories. So what do you call them? Motifs is to have the, the old road trip in an RV. Uh, I love those movies. You know, RV, great movie. <laughs> it's not that good. Remember when we used to work at uh, the former place we used to work together at? And there was that l- little while where they had a couch and a TV and shit. And they were like play a movie out there. And I remember we just would play like RV and Wild Hogs. Because <laughs> that's all we had. I'd play Speed Racer. Like it had to be like G or Thor, PG. like a million times. Yeah. yeah. I just remember, like, I'm thinking back now, like, what was that for? They expect people just to rest? Give you an idea to test drive it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it makes sense if, you know, not a a store where people are shopping and I sit there and watch a movie while they're walking by me. (laughs) Who knows? But anyways, um, I I like the RV, uh, you know, let's go on an RV and let's go on a trip. There was that um, Tom Hanks movie that was uh, about the robot that... Was it an RV? Uh, was it Chappie? No, Chappie was a robot movie, but not this one. It's something like that, though. It's the robot's name. Um, mm. And that was an RV. And so this is like, we're now we're on the RV trip. So, you know, hop on in. Vacation time. There we go. Animal Man number five. A uh, little talk about the Flash. Flash, Flash. Um, God, if Flash makes a lot of money, you know what the number one costume is going to be for Halloween this year, right? Uh, still, still Batman, still Batman. Batman is probably second. Then, then Dude, maybe Flash. Literally, the Flash is third fiddle in this fucking movie. So, when I was buying tickets to go see the Flash, I literally texted Corey. I was like, "Hey, you want me to pick up some tickets for you to go see Batman?" And I was like, "Wait, I mean, dot 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 the Flash." You go say Batman and say dot dot dot. I mean, the other Batman dot dot dot. Oh, sorry, I meant fourth Batman. Uh, I mean, who's, who's Batman? Who do we have for Batman's? Is it Keaton and, and Affleck? Affleck yeah. They both have the scenes. We know about. Yeah, they both have scenes. I don't know if any other Batman's in it from like as a cameo, but they actually have scenes. I believe Ben Affleck is the one who tells him not to fuck with the time stream, and then Keaton's the the result of him fucking with the time stream as he does. <laughs> so they're both in the movie as characters, but who knows who shows up? Adam West. Oh wait, no wait. That was on a purpose, Garrett. That was on a purpose. I forgot. Son of a bitch. God damn. Burt Ward, is he still around? 
Uh, he was actually in the Crisis uh, TV crossover right. on uh, on CW, but I'm sure he's. Still oh, kicking. you know who's going to also show up in this movie? That Batman from the that Bruce Wayne show. Uh, from Titans. Yeah, not that Bruce could Wayne. Happen. Dick Grayson. Oh, Dick that Dick Grayson shows what I meant. Yeah, what if Batman shows up? Oh, Who knows? Who knows? Uh, visit our sponsors. No, wait. Go to our webpage first, WednesdayComics.com. Click on the old uh, subscribe button. Subscribe any way you like it. Uh, it's just like BK. Have it your way. Uh, go there and also click on the merch page. And while you're there, uh, make sure to send the the website to your friends also because they want they want to fucking listen too. Don't hold this back for them. You think you like you're smarter than them? No, they just haven't found it yet. If you found a million dollars, would you not give them a little bit of a scratch, you know? I'm not saying you earned it and you feel like, hey, I earned this. Why would I give it any away? I'm saying you just found it. You know, give a little bit away. Buy them a can of Starbucks. A can. Um, a can. I mean, they do sell cans. They, they do sell cans. But... Uh, anyways. Drink. I like it. And this, this is free, though. You can give it to your friends and say happy birthday. You know what? Do it to somebody. Say happy birthday. Got you a gift. And it's a subscription to Wednesday Comics. It costs you nothing. Costs them nothing. Well, you know what? It's Father's Day this weekend. If nothing else, get your dad this. Ah, Tell Papa. Him. Papa's sitting around the old pulps, and you want to, you know, get him back. Uh, you know how? Um, never mind. That joke's in super poor taste. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, uh, RainbowComicsAndCards.com. It's the website where you get some comic books. So go there and uh, grab some books. Uh, you know what I'm going to recommend? That Flashpoint uh, trade, since it might have to do with this Flash. Go get and get that. That's a nice little story. That's a nice it is. Story. It's great. It's a great story. Rootsofthe That's rootsofthe uh, Swamp Thing uh, is going to be the... Um, uh, it's very important to the James Gunn's uh, University States, so go ahead and go there and make sure you know about the Swampy. And as we were talking about Animal Man, Swampy is very important to the uh, the future of the, the world, actually. So go ahead and go there and learn more about him. Roots of the Swamp Thing in Tacom. Uh, 605-215-1849. That's where you'll contact us. Uh, and you also can find us on Twitter at Wednesday Comics, at Karat2188, and at the AP Keaton on Twitter. Uh, supercon.com, supercon.com. That's S I O U X P E R C O N.com. Uh, Beyond Supercon 2023. Beyond Con. I don't know. What was it? Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> it's two Sioux Falls and Beyond. Oh, that's right. Two Sioux Falls and Beyond. I like Beyond Con better. But uh, we'll be there. Phil Hester will be there. As always, the boys always bring him. Don't worry. Uh, he'll be there. He can, you know, let you know about how Gotham City went. What was the collaboration like with Tom King? You know, did he did he uh, tell him any uh, secrets from the CIA? Well, I mean, he probably can't tell you, but uh, uh, and also he worked with our buddy, uh, Mr. Jeff Lemire. So, um, back to back too. This guy is uh, hitting out of the park, Phil Hester. You know, and we always bring the hottest stars to uh supercon so make sure you subscribe to the show as you know as a thank you you give it to somebody else and you just you go to your grandma's computer right now and you log in and you subscribe to the show i know Whoa, she's, don't forget to don't forget to dial up that internet yeah i know she's not going to know how to unsubscribe and so she will constantly get our show and you know eventually she'll fall in love with it that's what happens 
what do they call that, Alex? Where your cat, your cat, you fall in love with your captors. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I'm gonna wear Stockholm syndrome, Mrs. Uh, Edna over there. Uh, she's not gonna know how to get us. You know how you know that one time, Alex. You don't know about this because uh, you never, you've never had an iPhone, right? No. Okay. Garrett, remember that one time you two th- put music on our phone and we didn't do anything about it? Just showed up one day. Yeah. That's what we're like for Edna. She doesn't know how we got there. She doesn't know how to delete it. And uh, but she's gonna listen because it's there. One day she's gonna be without Wi-Fi and be like, "Ah, this is here already anyway." So I'll listen to it. And, and you know what, Edna, we love you. We love you. Today and Beyond. dot com. Uh, good show, guys. Nice little one-two. And as I was alluded to on this show, uh, we'll be taking a vacation uh, next week, and so stay tuned to us for a special edition. Uh, coming up next week and uh, enjoy The Flash for Wednesday Comics. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey everyone, keep turning those pages. <laughs>